Quaker puffed wheat is shot from guns. Quaker puffed rice is shot from guns. Yes, listen to the roar of the Quaker guns brought to you direct from the Quaker cereal mills where Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice are shot from guns to make them crisp and tender as nuts in November. Now, Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice bring you... Terry and the Pirates. The new and exciting adventure of Terry Lee and the Pirate Gold Detector Ring. Connor. I owe it to the memory of my father to save his name, to find his murderer. And for the first time in my long search for the ring, I've got something to go on, thanks to you. Let me get back to Shanghai. Let me see, Turnbull, and I promise... No, son, you shall not get away. But why, Khan? Why? This is the fateful hour in the destiny of the cult of Nan Kai Feng. Unless the gold detector ring is returned before the new moon rises, and we are thus able to ascertain whether this is the true idol, the ancient curse of Ping Yang shall fall upon us all, and all our people will die. I respect what you said, Khan. I realize the importance of your problem, but oh, why do you insist I have the ring? Isn't it obvious Turnbull has it? Didn't he promise to return it to you and then renege on that promise? Indeed, he promised to return it. And he would have done so if you and your friends had not intervened. He has told us distinctly, my son, that you have the ring. And you trust his word on it more than you do mine? Yes because we know how important it is to you to have the ring. Of what use could it possibly be to Mr. Turnbull? I don't know, but I'd sure like to find out. You are deluding yourself when you question Mr. Turnbull's honor and integrity, my son. He is a great man, known and respected throughout the world for his kindness, his generosity, his philanthropy. We cannot doubt him, but we can doubt you. Mr. Lee, help us. Help us to save our province. We know you have the ring. Give it to us. You shall go free. Withhold it from us longer, and you shall pay the full penalty. Terry's 11th hour draws closer in the form of an unnamed but perilous threat which the Khan now holds over his head. Meanwhile... In a secluded tea room, hidden away in one of the side streets of Shanghai. We'll have to make this meeting pretty short, friends. My date with Turnbull is in less than an hour. Why in the name of Aunt Martha did we have to pick this revolting ghost mask, Pat? Because it's out of the way. We won't be overheard. And there's no chance of Turnbull seeing us all together. So eat your soup, Boston, and stop yammering, huh? Yes, Bob. Nice little stories in the papers, aren't they? Yeah, I was reading them just before you came. Poor Terry and Connie, plastered all over the front pages. <laughs> Murder suspects stage daring jailbreak. Police spread dragnet. Magistrate says no clue yet to whereabouts of Terry Lee and Connie, but their capture expected momentarily. Anybody with any sense could tell looking at that picture of Terry that he never would commit a murder. Look at him. So nice and, and so honest and so sort of cute. I can't stand it thinking of the trouble he's probably in now. What are we going to do? I only wish we could remember the name of that problem. Oh, it's, it's a funny name, Pat. It's like Nanky Poo or something. Oh, fine. Somewhere in the province of Gilbert and Sullivan, no doubt. That should give us a hot lead. Okay, wise guy. 
If you're so smart, what have you two turned up since this morning that might be considered a hot lead? Well, not very much, I'm afraid. Pat, I'm kind of ashamed. Now, wait a minute. For practically ten years now, Pat, ever since Terry was a kid, you've been running his life here in China, watching him like an old mother hen, ordering him around and telling him when he should brush his teeth and go to bed. And yet, what happens? The first time Terry really gets into a jam, you just sit there and don't do anything. Mother Burma. May I have the salt, please? No. And as for you, Patrick, you'd better sit in the corner for the next half hour. You're, you're right, Burma. I, I know I haven't been much of a help so far, but I'm doing all I can. We haven't and... exactly been sitting still, Burma. In fact, we did just a little sleuthing about an hour ago. Pat, will you stop jiggling that little box around? It makes me fidgety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. Sorry. Say, let me see that box. I thought you might be interested. Pat. It's a box of cough drops with an American label on it. Yes. Where did you find this? In the house where Chung Fu was murdered. <sighs> they ought to move that place to an amusement park. It'd make a first-class spook house. Do those little lozenges mean anything, Burma? Mean anything? Do you know who uses cough drops just like these? I've seen him take them. I was hoping those might be something our friend Turnbull left behind. I know these are Turnbulls. Friends, I could be mistaken, but this innocent little box here might very well be the weapon we need against Turnbull. If these won't make him talk, I don't know what we can do. What are you going to do with them, Burma? Just leave that to me. Uh-oh, look at the time. I've got to be getting back to the garden. Take it kind of easy with that guy, Burma, will you? We like having you around. Oh, sure. Don't worry about me. Well, I'd better be shoving off. Meanwhile, see if you can't figure out what the name of that province is. And you, Hotshot, check your friends, won't you? We've got to figure a way somehow to help Turnbull get back to the stage. Sure, I'll do my best. But why do we want to get him away? That's part of my bargain with him, Hotshot. If I can promise him a safe exit, I think he'll let me see the ring. Well, here goes Sister Burma. Off to the lion's den. Keep your fingers crossed. I'll see you later. Pat and Hotshot watched the poised, trim figure of Burma as she walked out of the tea house, heading for her dangerous rendezvous. Anything can happen now, and probably will. And Hotshot says admiringly, What a gal. They don't come any braver, do they? You can say that again, Boston. But come on, time's a-wasting. We'd better get to work. Okay, I'm right with you. But I can't help wondering, Pat, if the cops can't find Terry and Connie, how in the name of Aunt Martha can we? That's a good question, Hotshot. But you and Pat had better get going. Time's getting short for Terry and Connie, and Burma may soon be starting something that you too will have to finish. In a moment, Burma faces Turnbull for the showdown. But first, say, do you know why I refer to Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice as giant-sized breakfast grains? Why? Well, here's why. It's because these delicious, ready-to-serve cereals are made from the choice selected sun-ripened wheat and rice exploded to eight times normal size. Yes, in the big Quaker mills, huge guns are loaded with the premium grains of wheat or rice. Now, listen to the actual sound as these guns are shot off. Man, oh man, out they come. Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice. These tasty grains are now giant grains exploded up, up, up to eight times normal size. They're crisp and tender, shot through with nut-like flavor. That's why we say shot from guns makes Quaker puffed wheat and rice bigger and better tasting. What's more, they're good for you. Furnish the food value of restored natural grain amounts of vitamin B1, niacin, and iron. Tomorrow, sure, treat yourself to a bowl full of swell-tasting Quaker puffed wheat or Quaker puffed rice. 
Add milk and sugar, top with fruit. Slice peaches or pears, for instance. Get the whole family in on the fun. Boy, it's delicious. A long, low convertible speeds through the lonely country roads on the outskirts of Shanghai. In the front seat, the ever-quiet sage at the wheel, with the surly-faced fright beside him. In the back seat is Burma, and beside her, a st- distinguished-looking gentleman who seems completely at peace with the world as he puffs at a cigarette through a long ivory holder. There's nothing in this pleasant picture to suggest the excitement that lies just ahead. Ah, this is indeed pleasant, Burma. It was most kind of you to keep our little engagement this afternoon. The pleasure is all mine, Mr. Turnbull. Won't you call me Crawford? All my friends do, you know. Why, why, yes. Yes, of course, Crawford. Thank you. My dear, I've been watching you. Is something disturbing you? You look just a little unhappy. Oh, it must be this big hat. It always gives me a dark, moody look. Are you sure that's all? Or are you still unhappy over the disappearance of young Mr. B? Oh, why should I worry over him, Crawford? I haven't given the boy a second thought. Such a nice young man. What a shame he's gotten himself into so much trouble. I don't suppose you've had any word from him. None at all. But after all, he's no particular friend of mine. Why should I hear from him? You almost convinced me, my dear. Crawford. Yes? Not that I care, of course, but... Where was it they took Terry Lee? Can you remember the name of the province? No, I don't believe I ever heard of it before. Oh. Why do you ask? No reason. No reason at all. Just curiosity, I guess. But um, let's talk about something more interesting. Let's talk about you, Crawford. Me? (laughs) I'm afraid you'll find I'm a rather dull subject. Oh, stop being so modest. Everybody knows you're one of the biggest names in banking and world trade and... And finance and philanthropy and charity and everything. Well, 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 well. How about being my press agent? Tell me. After all, it isn't every afternoon I spend with such a celebrity. When I write my folks back home about this, I want to give them the real lowdown. Go Uh, give Mr. F. Crawford Turnbull. Well, (coughs) I, uh, I guess you'd call me the uh, epitome of everything... Routine and stuffy. I'm the sort of man journalists like to refer to as chairman of so many boards they can't be counted or uh, respected denizen or uh, (coughs) genial uh, philanthropist or... (coughs) Well, what is the matter with this cough of mine? (coughs) Oh, uh, that reminds me, Crawford. I have something in my purse here. Oh? Just the thing you need for that cough. Really? Yes. Here, Crawford. Try these. Where did you get these lozenges, Burma? I took a little walk this morning. I found them in the strangest place. A dark little house on Fang Street. Is that so? Yes. Lucky, isn't it, that somebody else likes the same lozenges that you do. For, of course, they can't be bought outside of the United States. Yes. Yes, it is fortunate. Burma, my dear, you're a very clever young woman. I realize it more and more as I get better acquainted with you. Thank you. Thank you, Crawford. Have you heard anything further from your friends about my, uh, my possible exit from China? Yes. They think it can be arranged. Have you heard anything further about the ring? I wouldn't be at all surprised. 
My dear, let us go back to the gardens for a cup of tea and a little talk. Shall we? By all means, Crawford. By all means. Well, it looks as though Burma played her hand just right, doesn't it? Turnbull didn't admit much about those lozenges, but it isn't hard to see he's getting crowded into a rather dangerous corner. Do you think he will now show Burma the pirate's gold detector ring? And meanwhile, what of Terry, whose whole future seems to depend upon the whereabouts of that ring? In a moment, we'll hear the Khan tell Terry a very strange thing. But first, ask Mother. She knows. Mother knows the quality that comes first in a food. So it's little wonder that Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice are so popular, are winning the praise of many of Hollywood's biggest movie stars. Yes, folks appreciate quality. So remember, only the premium grains of wheat or rice are selected for these delicious, ready-to-serve cereals shot from guns. For the best, always look for the big red and blue package with the famous Quaker man on the front. That's your guarantee that you're getting the original, the one and only Quaker puffed wheat and Quaker puffed rice. Mr. Lee, we have just received an interesting report from Shanghai. What kind of a report, Khan? Your friend, uh, Miss Burma, I believe, is spending the afternoon with none other than Mr. F. Crawford Turnbull. I don't believe it, sir. There are so many things you don't seem to believe, son. But if Mr. Turnbull is the rogue you say he is... Is it reasonable to suppose your own friends would seem to like his company so much? You have a knack for twisting things, haven't you? My son, the hours are growing shorter. Produce the gold detector ring and save yourself, my son. Save yourself. Tomorrow, while Pat and Hotshot scramble to gather facts that will help Terry and Connie, Terry, trapped, helpless, faces the 11th hour. Listen tomorrow. Terry and the Pirates is written by Harrison Bingham and is brought to you each day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station. So listen tomorrow when Quaker Puffed Wheat and Quaker Puffed Rice bring you... Terry and the Pirates! This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.